This episode of The Horror Show is brought to you by HelloFresh. Use the promo code HORRORSHOW30 over at HelloFresh.com and receive $30 off your first week of deliveries. HelloFresh does the shopping, planning, and delivery, so all you have to do is hustle, bustle, and enjoy this holiday season. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by... You like that read, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by a ton of Patreon members who we love so, so much. And thank you all so much for your support this holiday. I've got some really sweet stuff planned. As you can tell, my nose sounds a lot better than last week. Unfortunately, <laughs> in this episode, it does not sound better because it was still recorded last week. So uh, I still sound like trash. I still use the word like a lot, which people are getting upset about, but I'm sorry. I'm trying to work on it. And uh, yeah, so it's I still sound like junk, but uh, in next week, I'll be back 100%. No, no disgusting noises coming out of my mouth or nose and no stuffiness, no stuffiness. But that means no Rudolph jokes, which I've heard you all like so much. Uh, but this... <laughs> Still haven't talked about the sponsors. This episode is brought to you by, and man, there's a lot of you guys. So thank you guys so much for doing this this holiday. That's uh, amazing. Uh, Freddie Torres, Corbin Dandy, Rob Ratke, Kelly Childress, Jessica Baker, Andrew Ware. Thank you all so much for your donations. Holy cow! Thank you all so much. I, I can't tell you what it means to us to get all those donations. I, I mean, it was just it, it, thank you. Thank you. And we had a ton of orders this week. We don't have a lot of shirts left at all. Uh, that's store.ihatehorror.com if you want anything. Uh, I think there's like one hat left. And that's probably about it. Uh, I mean, there's shirts too, but not not a lot of those either. So check it out and see, uh, see if there's anything left in your size. I'm probably going to be announcing a new shirt design very soon. One of our amazing fans. Uh, I think her name's Becca. Now I'm a jerk. <laughs> I got to look these things up before I say them, but I think her name is Becca. She designs this an amazing. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Not your traditional horror show shirt though. So it's going to be cool. And, um, oh, and before, uh, I say one more thing, uh, April, it looks like we'll be back in Chicago. Uh, it's pretty exciting news. I can't reveal it yet. Uh, but it's, it's, it's looking like it's going to be April. So Get ready, Chicago. We'll be there. And I'm still working on Dallas and California. So, and I just want to give a shout out to, to, um, to Daniel Lopez, uh, and his wife, his wife is sick. Uh, I don't, I didn't get into the details with him, but it's something with a kidney. She's on a donor list, man. You guys are amazing. I, I can't imagine the strength it takes. Daniel sent us this really nice email about how he listens to us to get through, <clears throat> From his drive home from the hospital to his house, he's all bummed out and he listens to us and somehow, <laughs> somehow our stupid voices make him feel better. And I mean, that was, that was amazing. So, I mean, it was touching. It was really touching. So I really, my thoughts are out to you guys. I'm sure all of our listeners feel the same way. I hope your wife gets better. And when she does, wherever you are, we'll... I'll get a show out there and we'll, we'll link up and we'll all go out and uh, have a good time. So Daniel Lopez and your wife, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you enjoy this episode <laughs> about a Paris Hilton movie called house of wax. 
just sitting around watching horror movies all fucking day. Okay, I stopped paying attention in class. I was thinking about the adventures of Ash, about the misfortune of sending kids to Crystal Lake. Became addicted straight away with the initial tape. God bless Betamax. VHS, holy like Amanda Kruger. I was introduced to genre flicks by Toby Hooper. I started craving more just like Larry the Looter. I collected VHS without commentary or bloopers. Throw computers, magazines, a bunch of stores. Spent my money on movies and begged my mom for more. I'd watch the boys kill those astro bastards five times a day or even more. I loved the gore. Hello everybody and welcome to The Horror Show, a show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Um, <laughs> I'm running out of ways to start the show. I'm always like singing, well, guess who's back? And uh, that's it. <laughs> it's really all I sing every time. Um, we're back. Yeah. Another great episode this week. Um, <laughs> I'm really selling this one. <laughs> House of Wax 2005 remake suggested to us by Matt Ryan, the drummer for Cannibal Corpse. No, the drummer for uh, Hot Gospel. Yes. Cool band. Check them out. They, did you hear their cover of the Monster Mash? I did. It was pretty good. I like it. Pretty fucking good. Um, I mean, not great, Matt, but it was pretty <laughs> fucking good. Pretty okay. Pretty all right, dude. Um, no, it was a good, it was a really cool cover. Um, Matt is an awesome fan. Uh, love talking to Matt. Um, and he's very handsome as we said last week. <laughs> very fucking handsome. Uh, 2005, he was probably born that year. <laughs> I was talking, actually, I was talking to him yeah. uh, today oh, really? about this movie. He sent me a link, which I'll bring up later. But he was like, yeah, my first horror movie I ever saw was 13 Ghosts when it came out. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. That was like two years prior to this. It was insane. Yeah. Uh, That's kind of what I figured. I mean, I think that's why these movies have such a um, – because – okay, so this is made by Dark Castle. Mm -hmm. Dark Castle, uh, we've talked about them before. Joel Silver, Robert Zemeckis, and uh, Susan Downey, Robert Downey's wife. And uh, they've made Ghost Ship and Gothica, which we've done on the show. Um, they've also done House on Haunted Hill, 13 Ghosts, um, and then Ghost Ship, Gothica, and then House of Wax. In that order, 99, 2001, 2002, 2003, 2005. So I think there is a group of people not born in that area, but they all hit that age to start watching horror yeah. movies in that area. Because everyone that has recommended these has loved these movies. Like Not like Casey recommended gothica and she's like i love gothica and the person that loved ghost ship loved ghost ship and then apparently everyone on planet earth loved ghost ship except us i don't know how it's possible but it is well matt did not love this movie oh he didn't he gave it a half star rating on the letterbox <laughs> i'm gonna assume no which is funny because we both liked it i did like it i liked it a lot i thought it was fun yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but did he like 13 ghosts do you know uh no 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 he just he he knew he made a mistake. Yeah. Well, so he sent me a link because we were talking about like the stretch of like 1998 to yeah. 2005 being dog shit. Because yeah. I had said, which I had said to you too, that for a movie, a horror movie in 2005, yeah, this is, this is not terrible. No, not not by any means. There's no. way worse shit out there. Yeah. Um, and I, we'll go more into that. But I was talking to him about that, and he was like, "I found this article that's called like 98 till 2005, the new metal." Of like of horror, no. I was like, yeah, that's that exactly was like what our it con- is. That's been our concept forever. Like we've talked about doing serial killer on that period of time. Yes. Like being like that that period was so fucking bad, it's almost unwatchable. Yes, 
That's crazy. Also, I was talking to him about this, not knowing that this was his pick, and I was like, man, this guy's really invested in House of Wax. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, really? <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did not mind this movie, though. I liked it. I actually liked it. I, I did, too. So I remember when it came out, we were in college, uh, and yep. I remember it was very much maligned. And honestly, it was only because Paris Hilton was in it. Oh, yeah. Like, as soon as it came out, people were like, Paris Hilton, Paris Hilton, this movie sucks. She got such backlash. And I mean... She's a terrible actress. Terrible. One of the worst. What, what was that? <laughs> do you remember that movie, We All Went on Vacation? I do, because that's in my notes. <laughs> and I ask if you remembered. It was called The Hills with a Z. The Hills. One of our friends demanded we watch it. Yes. He shall remain nameless. Fuzz. Fuzz. And I don't know if he liked it or not. Of course he did. I don't know. I think he might have. There's a character called Monsterhead, and he thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and Deadly Sperm Bill, the DSB, <laughs> yes. is introduced in that, which never caught caught on anywhere except our group of friends that used it. I mean, it didn't even catch on there. We used it like that week. That week? <laughs> the rest of that trip? <laughs> that movie was so fucking bad. I remember. It was like yeah. pulling teeth. I remember that much because I was like, why? What is this? Yeah, and he also made us watch Harsh Times, of of which he repeated the title of that movie for the rest of the vacation. <laughs> Whenever we did something. I remember Harsh Times, starring... Uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale, yeah. yeah. What a nightmare that, that was, was. That was so bad. <laughs> Besides when we caught that college radio station playing, like, punk. awesome punk music. Well, well, it was just you and me. Yeah. Because our friends were out, like, dining at nice restaurants, but we were just getting high and eating microwave hot dogs. <laughs> Watching Hell's Kitchen and being like, what the fuck? Yeah. I remember that melted my brain. That melted my brain. It was a season where that um that big Asian guy like passes out and hits his head on the counter. I remember like yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And I remember I was so out of I was in outer space and I was like, What? I was like, what happened to that guy? Yeah, oh man. It was amazing. Um <laughs> Could have just done it at home. Yeah, 100% <laughs> way better. We should have just done it by ourselves, too. Um, directed by uh, Jean-May Collet-Serra. Yeah. One of my favorites. <laughs> Who did The Shallows? The, the shark movie? Yep. Ugh. And Orphan. It, I think Hollywood is a weird fucking place because like, there's a guy like this mm-hmm. who exists, and he just makes 10 movies in his career, but like they keep giving him chances. Like... The Shallows wasn't, I'm not saying it's like a massive. I think it did well. I think it did okay. But even to be like, you know who should direct this? That fucking guy that did uh, House of Wax, that House of Wax flick everyone hates. Yeah, why don't we pick that guy to do uh, this movie that we're investing a lot of money in? Isn't that weird, like how Hollywood works like that? And he'll probably have a job forever, just, and he's probably set for life. I'm sure that's so fucking weird to me. That's so fucking weird. Uh, uh, this is another week where my wife took the notes, transcribed oh, them. Cool. And the first note here is talk about <laughs> the time we went to Madame Tussauds. Did you guys go to Madame we Tussauds? We did. We went in LA. Was it good? It was great. It's weird. Wax, Wax museums are weird, man. They are fucking weird. Because you stare at them and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they almost feel like they're alive. Yeah. Right? Um, and it, maybe they are. They're not. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I know this because I had a megaphone. I yelled in Steven Spielberg's face about Jaws for like an hour. Do you you remember the original House of Wax? I do. Do you like it? I've seen it years ago. I remember liking it. I I remember hating it as a kid. My dad showing it to me when I was young. Um, 
and I remember not liking it at all, but this one is such a, this one's crazy. Um, starring Elisha, Alicia Cuthbert. Yep. Chad Michael Murray. Yep. Classic uh, One Tree Hill. Yeah, fame. Chad Michael Michael. Uh, Tina loved this Chad movie Michael. right off the bat because he was in uh, Gilmore Girls for like a season. And so was the other guy. Oh, really? And she's like, this movie's great. Yeah, they look like your regular like. CW um, yes. cast. Yes. And Paris Hilton, of course, is Paris Hilton. And, and, and then the uh, enigmatic, enigmatic, enigmatic Paris Hilton. And then, and then the, the uh, kid from My, My Cousin Skeeter. I don't know that kid. Do you remember My Cousin Skeeter? No. You don't remember that show from the 90s? Wait, on Nickelodeon? Yeah, the big stupid what? puppet. I'll show you. Yeah. I don't remember. He was the, he was the kid. A big giant puppet. You you'll know when I show you. I thought you were talking about the one with goo. No, that's my brother and me. <laughs> goo punch, dude. dude I love punch. Uh, my- <laughs> dude, that movie, that show, fucking rule. My brother, my brother and me. Or is it my brother and me? Or is it my brother, my brother and me? No, it's my brother and me. Oh, there's a podcast called yeah. My Brother, My Brother and Me. Dude, my <laughs> cousin Skeeter. I don't remember that at all. Oh, I do. Oh, my God. That's so crazy. Yeah. That's a kid from My Cousin Skeeter. You're right. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> that's insane. Because in My Cousin Skeeter, he's like a little kid. Well, younger. Right, but he looks exactly he the looks same. He looks exactly yeah. the same. Like same identical. Face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's those piercing eyes and that then, he's got. And then Skeeter was just a puppet for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why that was. Stupid as hell. So dumb. They so have a suck. show like that similar now, too. Same concept. Dog with a blog? No, not Dog with a Black. We've probably referenced way more than we have anything else. Um, so uh, let's get into this, man. Uh, we, right. got, we got some waxing houses to talk about. Yes. Well, we open with this scene from like... 1974. Ni- oh, yeah. I have that written down. But I was just going to wing it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Because I was like, why did it say 1974 there? Uh, lady, um, she's spilling wax all over the stove, making some shitty wax masks. Uh, meanwhile, our kid's eating cereal. Yep. Then they drag this kid upstairs. He's kicking and screaming and death like, this little monster. And they're like, just ruthless. They're strapping this kid Why in. can't he be more like your brother? Yeah, and then they just, bam, slap him across the face. <laughs> and an abrupt ending, and it just says They're happening. strapping him in like he's getting shock treatment. Yeah. He has, they're putting him in a normal high chair. But he has like heavy, heavy restraints. Very heavy restraints. Big leather straps. Um, and they slap him across the face. And then it just says House of Wax on the screen. <laughs> um, we uh, cut to present day. Deftones playing. So much music in this fucking movie. They play music. So much non- new metal. Th- so much new metal. Yeah, yeah. And then My Chemical Romance was on it, which mm-hmm. was really weird because I didn't think that they. I don't know, man. It's crazy that this was 2005, too. I don't know. Like, that's a weird time for me. I don't know. Like it's out, it's, it's, I'm out of high school at that point. I thought this was like a high school movie for me, but it's, it's definitely not. No, I mean, I definitely remember it coming out, like the hype about it. Yeah. Um, or the anti-hype, I should Yeah. Say. Um, Paris Hilton and this girl are looking at apartments and this girl's poor. She can't afford apartments. I think the apartment was like $3,000, by the way. No, I can't <laughs> afford that now. And Paris Hilton's like, just rent it. Uh, we learn that this girl, Carly, our main character, She's going to be an intern for In Style Magazine in New York City. This does not come into play, so I don't know why I'm highlighting it. Um, except later they fight for a minute about it. Uh, her boyfriend is uh, One Tree Hill, I guess. Or no, Gilmore Girls of Gilmore Girls fame. That, but not Chad Michael Murray. Not Chad Michael. Chaz Michael Michaels. Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> wait, wait, now you're throwing me off. 
<laughs> Chad Michael Murray um, is the bad bad boy in this. Yes, the and, twin brother. And the brother of Carly, we'll learn. Um, he loves kicking money out of homeless people's hands and yelling, get a job at them. <laughs> While his friend records it. Uh, there's so many characters at this beginning. I had like such a hard time keeping track of them at first. Like I was like, uh, Chad Michael Michael's character really. I mean, that's not his name, is it? Chad, Michael Michael? Chad, Chad Michael Murray. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Chad Michael Murray's character. Uh, he just like blends in, even though he looks nothing like the other guy. Uh, I, I just like, I could barely tell him apart. I, I honestly, they're just like generic. Like Except one had that shitty trucker hat that Ashley Kutcher made popular. Yes. Punked. Fucking uh, Von Dutch. Is that what it was called? Yeah, yeah. That's a brand. Uh, Stupid asshole hat. That was the worst. But there's so many characters and there's so many fucking songs playing. And I, I was just getting a headache. Uh, you like new metal? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like in the sense that I'm not like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, that's a fucking art form. It's not a fucking art form. It's like watching like, uh, uh, what was the last movie we just did? Uh, final exam. Final exam. It's like final exam. It's a fucking nightmare, but <laughs> sometimes it's fun to throw on and just be like, oh, what the fuck? It's a good, it's a good way to put it. Like, I don't mind it. 10,000 songs, zero guitar solos. I mean, there's some bands that I don't want to hear ever, like Disturbed, which we will hear in this movie. Yes, that's what I was That's thinking. a band that I'm cool with never hearing from again. Right. But there are some new metal bands that I do enjoy listening. Do you consider Korn new metal? Yeah, kind of. Because Korn's awesome. Yeah, Korn's so awesome. So not... Kind of. It's weird, because like, you have to have that like little bit of rap element, I guess. Like, Isn't that like kind of... Yeah. Turntables, which they definitely fall into. Yeah. Uh, Korn, like, again, Korn kind of falls out of it a little bit. They were just... Korn and Marilyn Manson, I feel like, are just on the fringes of it. I feel like Korn invented it. I feel like Korn might have invented it. You're right. But then, like, it, but then everyone else was just like, let's make it worse. <laughs> yeah, that, let's make it less talented. <laughs> yeah. Let's take what they're doing and make it suck. <laughs> I just remember, like, and I, my timetables might be wrong here. I just remember, like, um, Korn was the first one, or was Life Peachy first? No, Korn first. Korn first. Life is Peachy was still pretty early, though. Yeah, it was 96. Okay. The first one was 94. So, like, yeah. So, like, those and Marilyn Manson came out similar periods. Mm -hmm. 96. And, like, I just feel like they were just on the fringe. Like, they were just a little bit different. They weren't so heavily influenced with the rap and the turntables and stuff. They were just doing their shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they were making their music. No, I agree. Whereas nobody everyone else was like, let's make this style. Listen, nobody sounded like Korn before Korn. No, no, no. At no, all. No, nothing. Nothing even close. So, um, yeah, I don't know. So those two I give, like, a pretty big pass. Not that Marilyn Manson even falls into that category, yeah, but I don't like him. But I just remember I have such uh, – Matt Ryan, the guy that picked this, I had a big conversation with him about um, Marilyn Manson because he was like – I forget what he said, but he was kind of like making fun of Marilyn Manson. Like if he was around today, if he came out today on social media, what it would be like. And I was like, dude, I just remember in elementary school when Marilyn Manson started happening – it was. It felt so dirty to listen to his albums to me. Oh, your parents hated, or not your parents? Yeah, but yeah. Like parents in general hated Marilyn Manson. It was. It really felt like some occult shit. Like it really felt like you were not supposed to listen to that. Which is bizarre because he's like, there's so many worse people out there. So much worse. And but he, I just remember that. I remember it so vividly. Remember when he removed his ribs? So yeah. Somebody <laughs> somebody gave me his CD and I remember hiding it. And I my my parents bought me. They didn't care about what I listened to at all. 
And I was hiding it because I was like, this is fucked up. Like, this is fucking weird shit. And then meanwhile, he's singing covers of uh, Sweet Dreams. Yeah. And you're like, looking back, you're like, what the, what the fuck? Yeah, he's a weirdo. I don't know. It's I, I could talk about new metal for a while because it's just fucking fascinating. It's just a weird, a weird time. Yeah. I went to Family Values tour where it was like. When Ice Cube was there? Yeah. You saw Ice Cube? Yeah. Fuck. I didn't go that year. But I was too ignorant to even give a shit. I was like, <laughs> I want to see Limp Bizkit. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so this movie. So this movie. Back to this fucking thing. Um, so uh, we got our group. They're going to a football game. Yes. And to do some, that's it. They are, they're going to a football game. going to a football game, yeah. Yep. Party tailgate. Um, <laughs> like five minutes into their drive to this party, to this tailgate, though, they're like, I'm tired. I think we should stop. They literally <laughs> drove nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> like five minutes. And even the one of the guys is like, are you kidding me? Like, let's just get to the game. And they don't. They go camping <laughs> in the fucking woods. Um and as soon as they get there, it's fucking pitch black. It's like midnight. And they're like, they're like, let's toss the football. They're tossing the football around in the pitch black. It's so stupid. And then, and then a truck pulls up. Truck pulls up. And they're like, what do you want? And then Michael Murray throws a fucking uh, bottle and smashes the, the headlight. headlight. <laughs> Smash it. So aggressive. So aggressive. So aggressive. And Chad Michael Murray has this like crony that, 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 Stays by his side the whole movie. And he's like, "That's what you get, motherfucker!" Like that truck literally did just nothing. Just pulled up. I would, I would run them all over. I would absolutely <laughs> run them down. Run them down. What the fuck? What? It was so weird. And um, yeah, yeah, we get some insight into Chad Michael. Michael he used to be a jock. I'm always at Chad Michael Murray. Uh, he hates Carly, his sister, for diamond him out because he stole a car. Again, none of this matters. <laughs> Another movie that's just given us a ton of exposition. Well, I guess like the redemption side because he ends up at the end, they, Being a, they end up saving each other. I guess, but still, it's kind of like you don't need it. Um, by saving each other, I mean walking slowly through melting wax. I, I actually love that scene. Okay, so we get some uh, campfire hijinks as usual, some super homophobic jokes as usual for the 90s, <laughs> making fun of Elton John. Like, it was so out of place and so unfunny. I was like... This is in the 90s. <laughs> I don't even think it was funny in the 90s. No, no, I'm saying... You, oh. Because you said, like, the 90s. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But this is, like, 10, 10 years late to the party. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, shit, you're right. It's 2005. Like, why are they doing that? Yeah. Totally knew better by then. Uh, the gang gets down to some hanky-panky. Uh, oh, we already talked about the truck. Um and that's it, man. Uh, the gang all goes to sleep, but we see Chad Michael Murray's buddy was carrying around a video camera the whole time, filming mm -hmm. everything. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like a found footage point of view type of thing. I would have liked a little extra from that, but uh, that does not happen. <laughs> it didn't really matter. It doesn't matter. And uh, so he's got this camera, his buddy, and but everyone's sleeping, and the we see it from the camera point of view, and somebody's watching him all sleep. And it's definitely not the guy. Carly wakes up. She thinks she hears something. She goes outside, but nothing to be seen. We wake up the next day <laughs> and one of the guys comes out and is like, it's 2 fucking 30. Everyone wake up. 
Could you imagine sleeping to 2.30 That's in the afternoon? That's exactly what Tina says. Who sleeps till 2.30? It's impossible, especially in a tent when the sunlight's out. I I, I, I was so fucking aggravated For by that. For everyone to sleep till 2.30. Everybody. Yes. And, like, this guy wakes up and is like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, the guy realizes he lost his camera somehow, but he doesn't know how. Uh, they're trying to hustle, get out of there. They discover the car belt is broken in one of the cars. It might have been sabotaged, which... The guy put the, this boy puts together like instantly. Like he looks at, it, he's like, "That's brand new. That was sabotaged." <laughs> uh, Carly and Paris, hell, no, they're wandering around the woods. And they smell rotting death. So they're like, "We should investigate that <laughs> strange woods. Why not?" And Carly falls into a literal pool <laughs> of dead rotting <laughs> shit. Just fucking cesspool of shit, dude. You'd have so you'd be so sick. It was gross. She's laying like no, like her nose is touching it, and her hands are in it. And she's screaming. You would be vomiting everywhere, <laughs> dude. It's just ro- I'm about to be sick thinking about it. It's just rotting corpses of animals. They see a human hand inside of there, and then this hillbilly pulls up. <laughs> this hillbilly pulls up in his truck. He he starts unloading carcasses, dumps, just dumping, dumping carcasses. violently too. Yeah, he's so angry. And this guy's been in everything. He always plays like the weird little hillbilly guy. And uh, they're like, hey, man, what the fuck you doing? Like as if it's their property or they give a shit. I'd run so fast. And this guy's like, huh? And they're like, what's that? And they point to the human hand. And he just like starts walking through the shit and just pulls off the hand. He's like, it's fake. (laughs) It's like I brought it here last week. (laughs) Why is he dumping those there? Is there there a point for that? No, because he's not like they didn't. One of the deers he threw. Well, I think he's. Technically supposed to be cleaning up roadkill. Oh, okay. Because he mentions it later, but like, why? I don't know. Okay, that, yeah. that actually makes more sense because I thought he was like hunting them and just dumping them. Well, that's them. that's what I was about to explain, and then I realized what he was doing because I remember there's a point in it where he's like, sometimes if it's fresh, I bring it home and eat it. Okay, that makes actually more. And sense. and which is so funny because what do they do with roadkill? Now you say that I probably just, just chuck it throw in, in a cesspit. <laughs> <laughs> they probably take it to the dump, honestly, but. This guy, it's interesting, though, how they demonize, um, I think Joe Bob is actually doing a talk on this, how they kind of demonize the South a little bit in horror movies, how the Southerner in horror movies has become just, it's easy to make him a bad guy, like a weirdo. Because, like, really, like, this guy eating roadkill, like, they're poor, there's no one around, like, you can get the vibe, like, they're out in the middle of nowhere, this guy's like, I eat roadkill. Yeah, like that's if it's not fresh, uncommon. And it's not uncommon. Like, if you go to some places, you might see, you might see um, painted roadkill yeah. because they paint them, and then the next day they know it's fresh. Yeah. It's not doesn't have the paint on it. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's interesting. It, it, and, yeah, in this movie, it's like, oh, this fucking creep eats it. Like, you know what I mean? It's an interesting thing, and it's uh, – I don't know. I, for some reason, this movie of all movies made me think of that. And I was like, well, that poor guy. Like, <laughs> he just needs a fucking meal. But it's interesting how they use it as a plot point to be like, look at this fucking freak. Yeah, they do. Like, it's fucking interesting. Um, and we still have not gotten into this movie. <laughs> uh, so they meet this guy. They're like, the car's brusted. Can you take us somewhere? He's like, I know a gas station 15 miles away. I can take you there. They've got belts. We'll take care of you. So the Carly and her boo, which I don't know his name. I can't. Wade. 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 Carly and Wade, they end up going with 
the uh, hillbilly, the rest of the gang decides they're going to go to the football game. <laughs> such poor friends. Terrible decision making. <laughs> uh, they they all go to the football game, which they get stuck in traffic, and they're like, "Let's just turn around." <laughs> and the guy's like, "I'm not missing this game." And I guess ultimately they just turn around. Yes. That actually that part of the story is so weird and convoluted because like, how would they ever find them later? Like they just pull up and they're like, oh, we're here. Like it's so weird. It's the weirdest thing. Um, but Carly and Wade, they go with this guy. Um, they're getting a weird vibe from him, which of course you are because he's like, like a- do, you, do you like knives? And then he just stabs the knife into the dashboard as hard as possible. So it's not uncommon for them to be weirded out. Right. Uh, he pulls up to a clearing and he's like, help me change my four by fours. And he has a knife in his hand. Yeah. While he gets out. Yeah. And he like goes around the other side, yeah. but then the knife's not there because he like jerks open the, yeah. the door. Yeah, and it, and yeah. But then what does the girl say to him? Um, well, she, she reveals that she was like bugged out. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. thought he might do something. Right, right. He's well, like, well, like, well, you just well, hurt my feelings. That's, yeah, that's the weird part. <laughs> so they're like, they're like, we're gonna get out right now and just walk across because it was like a, it was like a, a river or yeah. something. Um, but he's like, we could put the four by fours on. I'll drive you on. The town's right over there. And they're like, no, we'll just get out right now. Like they're in a rush, like a panicked rush. And he's like, well, come on. Like, if, like I'm just trying to show you hospitality. Like you'd ever be mad at that. Like I'd be like, oh, thank God these people are out of my car. <laughs> <laughs> but they get out. They walk. They literally like go across the clearing and then the town's right there. And they're like, boy, don't we feel like a bunch of jerks. <laughs> um, and the town, though, is really fucking weird. Totally empty. Yeah. Uh, they go to the gas station. Well, yeah, they go to the gas station. Wade's like, hey, look, a house of wax. <laughs> like, I would be so fucking terrified that I was in this town, right? Like, it was just so terrifying. Uh, they go to the gas station. No one's there. Totally empty. They go to the church. Yep. Open the door. A funeral's going on. Fucking funeral's in process. So they close the door. Uh, they, one of the guys comes out and is like... <laughs> It's like, what do you guys need? He's like, oh, we need a fan belt. You interrupted a funeral for a fan belt, which is, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> and then we get this weird scene that starts to show us um, our wax maker, our wax man. He's he's uh, he's he's carving some tiggle tiggle big <laughs> tiggle <laughs> tiggle big uh, tax witties. <laughs> wax titties. No, tax witties. Some tick old big wax <laughs> tax witties. He's making breasts. He's making wax breasts. Yeah, she up, but Tina also refused to write tits here. <laughs> <laughs> um, our heroes enter the wax house just as we see this guy. And that they notice that that entire building is made of wax. Everything. Everything inside is made of wax, which is pretty fucking crazy and dangerous. Um, <laughs> Very dangerous. <laughs> they're also really concerned that no one in the house is famous. Like they're like, "Hey, man, there's no one famous here." <laughs> that would honestly bu- that, bug you out. Th- th- that's a good point. Like I, that, guess that's I like true. that they put that up because if you walk into a wax museum and you don't recognize anyone, that's the most bizarre fucking thing ever. <laughs> Just strangers. Uh, yeah, I guess that's weird. Um, she starts looking at pieces and notices. They all have the name Vincent. I think that's a little homage. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a little homage. <laughs> <laughs> a little on the nose there. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised the brother's name wasn't Price. <laughs> um, 
they discover the baby seats they have Vincent on them. So we we know whose house it is. It's the children's house mm-hmm. from the the opening scene. Uh, they see someone move in the window. They try and go look around, but nothing there. Just some cheap little scares here and there. Um, but finally, Carly and this dumb dumb Wade. There's a dog in there. There's a dog in there. Scares. That's me. really still, and then jumps. <laughs> But Carly and this dumb dumb finally decide, you know what? Like, why don't we just go take the belt and pay him? Like, they could have done this hours ago instead of just wandering around this town. Yes. Um, and just as they do this, the owner shows up, the same guy from the funeral home, and he's like, "Well, oh, that's the wrong belt size. I got him at my house. You got to come with me." Brings him up. He's laying it on thick to Carly. I thought there was going to be a little uh, romance there, but that is not the case. On the way up to the house, he tells this really fucking morbid story about the family and the two these two kids and, um, you know, that the mom was strapped down and wailing and the doctor committed suicide and all this crazy shit, all this fucking whacked out stuff. And the kids are just like, oh, all right. <laughs> um, so they get to the house and they're like, hey, you got to use the bathroom. Come on in sideways. Use the bathroom. Carly decides to wait in the car. Yep. The guy goes in. The house has animal fetuses in jars. Masks. And then he's like shaking and like, <laughs> yeah, there's like a, a cow one. Yeah. It's like those South Park guys that just mumble like, fetus. Like, that's what it was like. Like, he's just like, oh man, that's so. He's like shaking. I'm like, snow globes. And fucking <laughs> pig bodies in there. Like, it's fucking disgusting. And we see some wax masks in there. We see some doctor stuff. Surgeries. You would think that this guy's going to put two and two together and be like, hey, remember that story this guy literally just told me? (laughs) Just told me. Uh, I want to get the fuck out of here. But instead, he's just like, wow, this place is really fucking neat. And then the lights go out. And we see a fucking pair of scissors. Just straight up scissors. Snip, just scissors. And they're like, snip. he's like snipping his way to the guy. <laughs> but then I have to give this movie credit because they don't skimp on the gore. Dude. Because it snips his Achilles and like you could feel it. It, is it was great. bad. It was fucking bad. And I, I didn't realize. So, you know, it's a Paris Hilton movie. It's a dark castle movie. We've seen Gothica. Not that Gothica was even that bad, but it was. Yeah, well, you I mean it wasn't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Nothing was I mean Gothica had some very adult themes in it. Like it was it wasn't gory, but like like there was like some rape and weird shit in it. Right. Um stuff you don't really it's hard to watch. But this movie, I was not I was expecting this to be soft as jello. Soft as jelly. Soft as fluffernutter, but it's not because like I'm watching the scissors come and it almost looks like they're at neck level and you're like, what's this guy going to do? Like just like stab him in the neck or something and then close in fucking snips his fucking Achilles heel and it's fucking awful. To, yeah, it's, it's gross. fucking awful. Uh, Wade goes down and then he starts stabbing him and then a big knockout punch and Wade's out or at least from what we understand. Um Carly's in the car. She's been waiting there forever. So she finally gets out and notices headlights missing in this car. Yeah. This is the car from the campsite. And she does a partially smart thing. She locks herself inside the car. Great move. Because the guy comes out and is like, hey there, ready to go? And she's like, uh, no, not until fucking Wade gets outside. And he's like, let me in the fucking car. (laughs) 
And then I'm like, oh, she must not have the keys so she can't start the car because she's not doing anything. She's just sitting there being like, I'm waiting till Wade gets here. And like, <laughs> like to see you get in here. Yeah, I'd like to see you try and break that window. <laughs> and he does. And then she hits the gas and like turns on the car. And I'm like, you should have done that fucking. <laughs> I'm so angry. I would, that honestly infuriated me. I'd rather have the car not work and her just put it in rev- like neutral or whatever right. and roll back. No, I was I so fucking furious. Like I was because <laughs> she literally is like. Nope, I'm not going anywhere till Wade's here. <laughs> You're thinking worst case scenario. Wade's fucking dead, lady. Yeah. He went in to take a piss. It's been a half hour, and this guy comes out. It's like, Dad, don't worry about Wade. And then once he starts trying to break, like, book it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Wade. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Um, yeah, so that that's that, man. And uh, the other, I think another, the, uh, I don't even know who steps in front of the car. Is it the same guy? He gets in front yeah. of it. And, yeah. Oh, it is. He gets in front of the car, so she crashes it, and she gets out, and she fucking runs away. Um, and we get a coffin baby sighting, a buckethead, a buckethead, yeah, buckethead coffin baby, is what I'll call him. Yeah, he's got a big white mask on, but he's got the coffee coffin baby features. He's got this weird long hair. He's dragging Wade to the basement, cleaning him up. Fixing him up, stitching his Achilles. Oh, it's fucking gross. Um, And then proceeds to start. Puts him in this contraption, spraying him with hot wax. He also waxes off all of his hair. And all I could think about was how funny would it be if House of Wax was just about, like, guys that ripped off hair. (laughs) (laughs) They don't kill you. They just rip off your hair constantly. They're they're farming you for human hair. Slowly. Like, (laughs) one patch at a time. Like that spoon's short. The guy kills you by hitting you with hitting a spoon. spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Which, oh, that guy Rob Bob that follows us on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Did he send you the message about that movie? About spoons? They're making it a movie, a full movie out of it, and Jeffrey Combs is going to be in it. Stop. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen the short, I don't even know what you search for. I think just spoons. Killed with spoons. Killed with spoons. Yeah. And it's like this insane video of a guy being killed slowly over the course of like his lifetime. Do you remember my spoon is too big? Yeah, of course I do. I <laughs> was salad fingers. Salad fingers is disgusting. <laughs> uh, my, sp- <laughs> my spoon is too big. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God, it's so disgusting. Uh, the early 2000s was it's so weird. Quite the time. So weird. Um, yeah, so he puts weight in that crazy ass contraption, sprays him with fucking wax. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Carly runs into town. Uh, where all the wet lights are coming on. She runs into the church, and they're all they're wax. All wax. <laughs> it's all big ruse. She breaks one, though, and you see some blood yeah. inside. So we're you, we're getting the, pic, the painted picture now. These are people inside of wax. I don't right. know what I mean, you can pick apart this movie because that's so illogical. Oh, it makes no sense. But I didn't mind. I don't mind. I didn't mind I'll take whatsoever. it. Whatsoever. I'll take it. I'll fucking take it. I'll take it that the wax is so hot that it's like melting the skin off and replacing <laughs> it with wax. That is so brittle that it shatters. Like- I know Matthew, the one that, the kid that chose this, his letterbox review, half star, was furious that the town didn't just stink because the organs were still inside all the wax figures. <laughs> that's actually a solid point. No, that's a great point. Because their eyes would rot out. Oh, th- there's nothing like realistic about this, but again, I don't care. I'm okay it was, it was with a it. Fun ride. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm totally okay with it. So, um, Carly's inside the church, and then the the gas station owner. I, I don't even know what to call him. 
Does he have a name uh, even? Bo. Bo. Oh, right. Bo. Yeah. Bo and Vincent. Bo comes running in. Um, and he gets tipped off that she's still in there because he sees the arm that got broken off. And then he's like walking around. He can't find her anywhere. And then just grabs her. Because she's hiding in a fucking coat rack. That's like the number one place not to fucking hide. How many how many cartoons do you have to watch of like Bugs Bunny hiding with his feet underneath the fucking coat? <laughs> to not hide under like the coat scary rack. movie. It's like the worst place to hide ever. And she literally hides in a coat rack. Um he brings her back to the gas station, ties her up, blasts some Marilyn Manson. <laughs> I think that was Marilyn Manson. And he super glues her mouth shut. That was fucking mind-numbing. I was Not like, as mind-numbing as when she rips, rips it, it open. Yeah. That was fucking... That made me feel stomach sick. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking gross. Wait, oh my god, this whole segment right here... I wish the whole movie was like this. I mean, the movie wasn't bad, but this bit right here is blows your fucking mind. So he brings her down to the basement, and he's like, shut your fucking mouth. And he super glues her lips shut. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wow, that's fucked up. So she can't sing. She's strapped into this chair. Then she hears Big Bro outside. Yes. So he's like, motherfucker. So he goes outside. He's looking. The, the Chad Michael Murray comes, has come back. He, he yep. doesn't know where his sister went. Yes. They've come back from the football game. Yep. They're the traffic. He's looking. Uh, so like you said, Bo goes upstairs. Yep. And Carly manages to get a hand loose. Yeah. How does she do that? She just like wiggles she's just it. She's like, literally, she doesn't do a whole lot. She just shakes and then like the whole chair falls apart. And she's <laughs> free enough to like stick a hand out of this because they're in the basement. This is my favorite scene. This is the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. I can't believe they did it. It was so unexpected. So unexpected. So she's like direct, conveniently directly under a like sewer they're grate. In the basement something. of the gas station. Yes. And there, the bow. Bow is up. Outside. Yes, outside the gas station. But there's a grate. At the pump. And there's a grate. Like a sewer. That she could reach it out to. To like, say like, I'm here. And and her mouth is still super glued shut. So she can't yell. She's trying to make like murmuring noises. Yeah. So she sticks her finger up through the grate the whole, in hopes that her brother sees it. Yeah. So Bo sees that the finger's up. And he keeps like standing in front of it. And he kneels down and pretends to tie his shoe. So Chad Michael Murray like just yep. thinks he's tying his shoe. Can't see the finger. And he takes out a fucking like wire cutter. And just snips the finger off. Just snips the top of her fucking finger off. <laughs> that was insane. It was, it was out of control. I could not believe that they fucking did that. I, I couldn't either. I was not like, get the coming. fuck out of here. Especially for, again, 2005. I liked that. Theatrical release. I liked that so much that I forgave the fact that that girl was missing a finger and barely winced. And it didn't it, like Never, inhabit her yep. at all. She might have had her finger back. <laughs> she might have. I was just thinking about that right now. I was like, I don't think there's a scene where I remember being like, oh yeah, her finger's missing. It never gave him the play. It was like, my finger. <laughs> yeah, like, it would really hurt to dig through wax later. Really hurt. No index. She would also be bleeding uncontrollably. <laughs> I'm, I, I forgive I'm totally all, I forgive totally all of it for just doing that. I, dude, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And her mouth is glued tight. She, she can't even scream. So she's like, Aah! <laughs> right, and then she just uses her other fingers to rip her her mouth open and scream. I, uh, she's like, she screams for Chad Michael Murray's yeah. character, whatever his name is. But Nick. like, it's not a quick rip open of the mouth. It's slow and peeling. Oh, it's gross. It's, it looks like it hurts. It's fucking gross. Fantastic oh, scene. It was amazing. All right, everybody, uh, we have to take a break from uh, House of Wax. House of Wax. <laughs> we have to take a break from this flick to. Uh, to talk about food. Yeah. 
Not a prominent feature in this movie. No. Thankfully. Um, Because we know how well that went in Don't Breathe. Um, Although that wasn't food. That was semen in a turkey base. (laughs) But (laughs) HelloFresh is a food delivery service. You choose the delivery day for when it works best for your busy schedule. They'll deliver it to your house. Um, They offer a wide variety of chef-curated recipes that change weekly. And this holiday season, they even have some very special, special ones. Like what? Like meatloaf. A la mom with roasted root vegetables and thyme gravy. That sounds good, right? It does. What about, what about thyme gravy chicken with roasted carrots, cashew, and pepe potatoes? A classic Christmas. (laughs) Figgy pork tenderloin with green beans and rosemary potatoes. Figgy pork? Dude, that's a Christmas song. That's that's what I said in the, that's what I said in the last ad. And I was like, what the fuck is figgy? But. Wait, you said in the last one? Yeah. Well, I was here? No, you weren't. I recorded it myself. Oh, you son of a bitch. Reaping the benefits. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, right? Right? Like, I want anything with Figgy in it, just based on that song. Yeah. I, I, Give us some Figgy pudding. But what's Figgy pudding? That sounds but, sketchy. I don't know. It's pudding. Figgy pork sounds really fucking good. <laughs> figgy pork does sound good. They have Figgy pork, uh, and we really love them. And we love HelloFresh, right? We do. So we do. I think HelloFresh is perfect for the holiday season, especially like what your family's going through right now. Yeah. I said that like, Jesus, it's a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Joe just had a baby. So like Christmas shopping, Christmas decorating, doing all that holiday stuff and a baby on top of it. Have the food delivered to you dude, with, the, with the recipes. Dude, That it makes holiday shopping so much more enjoyable when you can just go out and shop and not have to worry about also picking up the ingredients. And I've had uh, two friends in real life uh, use our, our code and yeah. get the HelloFresh, and they're both very happy. Oh, my God. So. We've had like three fans email me and be like, this is amazing. I, I honestly love it. I, th- I really do. I honestly love it. It's so fucking good. Um, I need to stop swearing during these adverts, though. Um, so if you want to try out HelloFresh, uh, you get $30 off your first week when you go to HelloFresh.com and enter show 30 Do it. Go to HelloFresh.com. HorrorShow30 is the code. You'll get $30 off. It's amazing. You pick the time. Uh, it's convenient. It works for you. And uh, yeah, that's it. HelloFresh.com, HorrorShow30. All this is happening right as Bo is about to stab Chad Michael Murray right in the fucking throat. So Chad's able to dodge it. Um, they get into a little scuffle. And Chad gets uh, the upper hand and gets into the gas station. Yeah. Locks himself locks in. The doors. Locks Bo out. So... <laughs> I just I just thought of the killer in final exam getting locked in the freezer and just immediately walking, walking out the side door. <laughs> is that even like is that even like suspense? Like how he's locked no. in there for like a minute? No. It's literally like seconds. Like it's she's so like, funny. oh, and he just walks out. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> um, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Um, it's fucking wild. So he, uh, but unlike final exam. Chad realizes there's other entry points, so he's yeah. like running to them and closing them, them and locking them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's so funny. Um, Chad's a doofus buddy. He's he's still around too, and he goes into the wax museum, of course. Um, and this scene is also insane because he's walking in the wax museum and he sees Wade, who's propped up at a piano. And he's like, Wade. And Wade's eyes are fucking moving. So these people don't die instantly. They are alive in their fucking wax coffins 
until they just die of starvation, I guess. And he's like, I'm going to get you out of there and starts trying to peel the fucking wax off. It's just peeling the skin off. It just is the skin. And so you're seeing the meat and the fuck. It's fucking disgusting. Yes. And he's peeling it off and he's like, oh, but he keeps trying to <laughs> pull doing it. He's like, don't worry, buddy. <laughs> and the worst part of this scene, though, is it cuts to Wade's face and he's fucking crying. Yes. He's fucking crying, but he can't do anything. So just tears rolling down this shitty wax face. It's insane. Um, but then he gets attacked somehow and they like chop off half of Wade's face. <laughs> Coffin baby buckethead comes in and just like I because th- he's got like swords and knives and shit. He's dead, he does. He's a swordsman. And uh the doofus like moves out of the way. This guy just chops Wade's fucking poor cheek off. Uh that's that. Um and uh, <laughs> I'm honestly still laughing at the guy coming out the other door. It's Sorry. so insane. It's so insane. Um he gets uh so he gets attacked. Buckethead gets doofus though and uh cuts his fucking head off after yeah. doofus falls down the stairs. Yeah. So that's a wrap for that fella. Um, Carly and her brother, though, they're still surviving. They're out there. Um, They decide to go to this house because she's like, I saw a living person here when I pulled in. And we did. When Mm -hmm. they pulled in, there was a woman that looked through a curtain. So they go to the house. But it's just a wax woman. Fucking Home Alone style. Michael Jordan on the the train station. (laughs) It's a robot wax woman that just opens the door and eerily peers out every... Like three seconds, which they probably would have noticed. That was something else. And and Chad Michael Murray is like, what the fuck? Like, this is when he's like, get the fuck out of it. Like, she's like trying to explain it to him. And he's like, no, 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 no. This is what makes him be like, what? (laughs) And he loses his mind. Uh, Meanwhile, Paris Hilton and her boyfriend are just fucking in the woods. They are. Getting voicemails, ignoring them. and then the boyfriend's like, the fucking music just turned off. She's like, I have to tell you something. This is the weirdest thing. This and it's like, thing. hold on a second. And she, they're like about to have sex. She's, she's about to tell him that he, she's pregnant. Is that what she's going to say? That earlier in the movie, they randomly drop it. Carly was like, I was going to ask. This is what I was going to ask. really you. tell him you're pregnant. That's what she says? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So they kill a pregnant woman. They do. Okay. Which is really bizarre. Wow. Yeah. It's really fucking bizarre. And also bizarre that Paris Hilton, like, they were about to fuck and they were listening to, like, party music. And she's like, hang on. I got to tell you something. <laughs> and then he's like, hang on. I got to turn on the music. What a weird time to break that on someone. It, the, this whole scene makes no sense. I don't even know why they included the pregnancy thing. I thought that was weird to begin with. Like, the whole thing's really bizarre. Remember before when she was giving him roadhead, but she wasn't? Yeah. Was she might have been. But I think she was. <laughs> she just totally was. <laughs> and they filmed it in night vision camera to, like, mimic her video. Yeah. So weird. And they're all like, woo-hoo-hoo. And she, like, purely looks, looks up. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, one of them knew she was pregnant and was like, you're a slut. Like, <laughs> the one girl knows she's pregnant. He's like, what a whore. All right, whore. Uh but yeah, so he like goes out to get the music, sees the phone has a message, and he listens to it, and it's like the entire um, everything that's happened in the movie so far. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she just left the phone running when she got locked in the car, and Wade attacked her, yeah. or not Wade, uh, Bo well, attacks her. Mm-hmm. Um, so he hears this all and is like, but then Paris Hilton's like, like literally, he was like, I just got to go turn on the music. And then she's like, okay. And then she just turns off the light and goes to bed. <laughs> it's so weird. And then she's like, she's like, what's that noise? And it's Buckethead. Buckethead's here. And uh, Buckethead has killed her boyfriend. Yes. And Paris Hilton runs 
to a fucking factory. Where are they camping? I don't fucking know. Because she finds like the biggest factory of all time. Yes. And it has like a billion cell phones in it. I'm imagining it's like victims, right? Victims? Yeah. That's a lot of victims. But why were all the victims camping in the same place? (laughs) Unless I, I guess maybe they were trying to get to that town. I think. Well, but there's nobody there. <laughs> nobody would have any reason to get well, to again, the town. Well, again, they also didn't know how to get to the town. They're all trying to get to it. And later a game. cop's like, this town's not even on the map. <laughs> so I don't know how, and how any of this is happening. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, what are we talking about? <laughs> um, so she goes into this, uh, this um, fucking factory in the middle of the woods. And we get another Achilles kill. <laughs> Here, she's walking on this graded platform, and Buckethead Baby just sticks a fucking like a knife or a screwdriver through her heel, cutting her Achilles, mm-hmm. and she goes down. Um, but that is not the end of her. She's still able to like kind of escape. She grabs a pole, throws it at Buckethead's head, um, which does nothing. And then as she's running away, Buckethead hurls it. <laughs> Right through her fucking head. Goes through a car window. Goes through two car windows and then through her forehead. Yes. And Paris is dead. Pretty sweet kill. Now, here's something. We were in that chat. We did a live Instagram live before we started recording. And somebody was like, oh, Paris dies on her knee. Like multiple people said that at the same time. Paris dies on her knees. Like as a joke. And I was like, is that where we were at in 2005 with humor? Like we were like, oh, get it. She blows a lot of guys, so we're going to kill her on her knee. Like, I think it was, though, because everyone mentioned it I, and, and dies with a pole. I give Paris credit because she was pretty much hated and not afraid to just get murdered it. on film. Mur- like, yeah, just owned it. Owned yeah. being the slutty person. I agree. I agree. She did not have to do much that. Much props to Paris. Yeah, she did not. I mean, she's, she's loaded anyway. Yeah. And, and honestly, part of me also, though, does wish she was like, go fuck yourselves. Like. You're going to cast me as the fucking, well, she's such a shitty actress. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> Whatever. No, I, I give her credit for that. Yeah, she 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 takes it like a champ. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Paris is dead. Everyone's dead. Everyone's dead except Chad except, Michael except Murray the and brother Carly. and sister, yeah. yeah. Um, and they're hiding out in a movie theater. Another thing about this movie to praise, it's fast paced. Like, like, we're pretty far along in this movie now. Yes, and We're we approaching had, the end. We had nothing to like stall over. It's just like this is this, 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 this. <sighs> Sorry, I can barely breathe out of my nose. All I want to do is blow my nose. So yeah, so there's nothing to stall over. They do uh, the pacing is really good. I feel like they kind of they leave you hanging on the backstory a little bit. The backstory is pretty interesting. You don't really have like a true motive for these guys and what they're doing. You kind of do, but not really. Um, and we'll get to that shortly. But it's um. We'll get to that actually like right now because they're hiding out in a movie theater where they're playing uh, Betty Davis uh, and whatever was, happened to Baby, yep, Baby Jane, Jane. Yep. Um, which is an interesting choice. It was really it really set a tone for this scene. I um, mean, she's singing that uh, I've written a letter to daddy song. That's awful. Uh, <laughs> and they pose as wax figures in the theater, which is genius. Bo comes in. He can't really identify who's who. He's a, he f- picks Carly out, though. Aims the gun, she ducks, bullets miss her, and Chad Michael Murray hits him with a bow, bow and, and arrow. arrow. Great fucking two bow and arrow movies in a row. Yeah, actually, you're right. And then he gets him in the shoulder, and they get away. And as they're leaving the theater, Bo's right behind him, and he just fucking plunks him again in the chest with a bow and arrow. I was like, I, I was not expecting that either. Bo is Dunzo 
for now. <laughs> um, now, at this point, I don't know their plan. <laughs> their plan is really convoluted. Like, like, they're like, well, we can escape. And she's like, but we need our cell phone. Right. And he's like, I, but I also think it was like to save the others. Maybe a little bit too. Probably. But they're really focused on that cell phone though. Like they're like, we got to go get that cell phone from the car. Right. Even though they're like, I think it's for the others, but they're really hell bent on getting that cell phone. That would be like what my wife would do if we were in this situation. Like she would be like, well, let's save the others. And I'd be like, yeah, totally. And then she'd be like, but my cell phone's on the way. So I'm just going to grab that <laughs> first. I'd be like, do you really, need, are, you, are you sure you fucking need that right now? Um, but in this scene, they, yeah. So they're going to go back and get the cell phone. Um, and maybe help the others if they have some time. Um, and then instead, they go into the house because the phone's not in the car. So they're like, hey, you know what? Why don't we just go into Wade's house? Or uh, the house where Wade disappeared, rather. Yes. Bo's house. And uh, they collect some guns or try to collect some guns. But she also finds artwork of two babies. Not artwork, like a newspaper. Newspaper clippings. Of uh, two, two babies, babies that were separated, separated at, birth. at birth. They were Siamese twins. And of course, they were connected by Buckethead's face was like glued to the back of Bo's head. <laughs> um, and uh, clearly, that is why Buckethead has to wear his mask. And I'm talking about the guitarist at this point. <laughs> this is why he has to wear a mask. Uh, how many albums does he have? Like 600? Well, he released like 200 last year. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one a week. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they're in this house. They're like, oh, shit. And then Bo somehow makes it home. <laughs> Bo fucking makes it home with arrows in him. And he takes the arrows out in the most difficult way possible. Because Carly and uh, Michael Murray hide. Like yes. they're hiding in like nooks and crannies. And we get to watch Bo come to the sink. And he has an arrow literally going through his bicep, Okay. Like, as exactly how you picture it. Mm -hmm. One end out of one end, one end out of the other. The other end with the fucking feathers, like the cartoon. <laughs> the wispy feathers at the end. And he pulls the feathers through his arm instead of the sharp point out. Right. And that infuriated me. Because there's no way rubbing those feathers through your fucking wound is going to feel good. But you think going the other way yeah. with the... the the triangle, the wide part going oh, through. Oh, you think? Oh, that see, would hurt I didn't even way pick more. that up. That was those were the hunting ones with the yeah, yeah. three. Oh, I was imagining just the. No, slip. you gotta go feather. Oh, way. you gotta go feather way. You're right. Wow, look at this. This movie covers all of its bases. <laughs> Matt, you better bump this up a half fucking star. <laughs> I forgot they make arrows like that, like real arrows, <laughs> not like not like gym class arrows <laughs> that were just like they're. Lawn darts. Jim, having kid, high school kids shoot arrows in gym is insane. <laughs> it is one hundred percent insane. <laughs> There's no way you can monitor None all of those kids, dude. The classes were of twenty kids. I remember it so vividly. There were twenty kids, and we're all shooting like, not like totally wildly, but wildly enough. No, no totally wild. <laughs> you should have seen my fucking gym classes, dude. <laughs> it was insane. Why did they ever? Not as insane as my shop class. That kid that <laughs> that kid that you, you punched against the wall yes. after he hit you in the nuts. Yeah. I, I watched him get <laughs> I watched him get strangled with an extension cord until he literally turned blue while the teacher was just sitting at his desk going, uh, you should probably stop that now. <laughs> but my dude, <laughs> that same teacher, what was his name? Uh Williams? Yes, yeah. Williams. 
this is one of my all-time favorite memories ever. He gave his shoe. Our class was so bad. We weren't allowed to use any any of the tools. Like every day, he'd be like, "The other classes are building this, and you guys could just sit here because we were so fucking bad." And uh, he, he finally let us build these shitty rockets. And he was like, "In order to complete this, you have to use hot glue guns." And he was like. <laughs> he hated us. He was like, I don't want to let you guys use hot glue guns. He's like, they're dangerous. They burn. Like, you can get hurt. And he gave this huge spiel, right? And he's wearing short sleeves. <laughs> and he, after he gives this huge spiel about the safety, he's like, can I trust you guys? And we're all like, yes. And he gives it to this kid, Tom, who just squeezes the trigger and hot glue shoots all over <laughs> Williams' arm. And Williams, I swear to God, he didn't even flinch. He just stood there and he just, he just stood there and leaned forward at Tom and his face was bright red because you could tell he was in so much pain. And he just goes, everybody get back in their seats. And we all just had to sit there in silence. <laughs> it was so good. That's so insane. Dude, the shop teachers at our school were so fucking weird. I remember there was a guy, I forget his name. It wasn't Williams, though. He had, like, white hair. He was a little older. Um, he was a nice guy, but we were, like, sitting there, and he didn't show up. We were, like, sat there for, like, was 30. Was Warner? Yeah, I think so. Who? One of their daughters married Ray Allen. That was Williams. Well, that was Williams. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was Williams, So, <laughs> which makes it even funnier because he was, like, a hothead, right? And um, he, uh, we were sitting there, and he was, like... 30 minutes late. Like, we're just sitting there like, where the fuck is this guy? And he finally shows up and he like staggers in and his hair is a fucking mess. And I was like, whoa, like this is fucking weird. And some, like one girl, like in front of me, is like, why does he look like shit? (laughs) Like just whispers it. And he turns around and he's like, if your wife left you. (laughs) I know this. (laughs) Yeah, because there was a bunch of kids from your grade in that class. He's like, if your wife left you, you look like shit too. And he stormed out of the fucking class. And we were like, what the fuck? And we're all like, I guess we could all go now. (laughs) So we just left the class. Yeah, that's what it was. There was a bunch of kids that we all hung out with in that class. And we were all like, what the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me right now? It was fucking insane. Oh, man. So anyway. Uh, Chad Michael Michaels is doing something here. <laughs> uh, no, so they're 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 Siamese twins, um, and uh, that's why Buckethead looks like that. <laughs> why did we even get off on that? Dude, I can't. That's what I was just looking at. I have no fucking idea. I have no fucking idea. Um, I have no fucking idea. I get. Oh, gym class with the arrows. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, that's crazy. Uh, so Bo. Bo and his, we, Buckethead comes upstairs while Bo's taking the arrows out of his arm. And we get their dynamic, very little of it, but we get it. Uh, Bo is abusive. He's like, you're a fucking idiot. Why'd you leave? Uh, and Buckethead's just like, Ooh. and Buckethead, though, cool scene, I thought, because Buckethead's face is actually made of wax. That's what that white yes. mask is. And this is an amazing scene because he's just gotten into a scuffle with whoever. And he's like re-waxing his face. He's like heating up a spoon and melting the wax on his face. He's melting the wax on his face with this spoon and like fixing his mask. And I just thought that was like a really cool scene. I don't know. I, I just thought it was really cool. Um, and they're like, we're going to complete what Mama started. Now, this is where, again, it's a little more vague. They don't really explain what Mama started. Why would Mama have ever started this in the first place? Right. <laughs> kind of makes no fucking sense. Um but yeah, um, meanwhile, Chad Michael Murray and uh, 
I hate that we have to say his name, his whole name, because I don't know his name. Um, Chad Michael Murray and uh, what's the sister's name? Carly. Carly. They go in the basement, and they're like, "We'll turn off. We'll turn. We got to turn on the lights inside." So they're flipping all the breaker switches, and meanwhile, Bo and Buckethead are like looking out the window, being like, "Oh, <laughs> we know where you are," because they're watching the whole town light. Every light in the town going off and on as they're trying to figure out which breaker to pull for this. So they know exactly where they are. They're in the basement. They meet them downstairs where they find Blake. Blake was Paris's boyfriend. Yes. And he's set up on the chair. I love this scene. Oh, my God. This scene is so fucking good. I, like, I love this movie. So Blake's sitting in this chair, Paris's boyfriend, and Chad Michael Murray sees him, and he's, like, covered in wax, but not the process isn't completely done yet. Mm-hmm. And Chad Michael Murray's like, man, I'm going to save you. I'm going to get you out of here. And he's, like, trying to undo the fucking unit around his head and just breaks his fucking head off. 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 Yes. He clear breaks his head off. I that, in in the the finger scene in the grate and that scene made, made Tina, like, gasp out loud. But- <gasps> It was crazy. That head scene, though, was probably the most realistic thing I've ever seen because I can't tell you how many things I've like been trying to fix and be like, okay, all I need to do is just twist this gently, and then the whole thing just Snap. snaps. And you're like, what? son of a bitch. Like, that is 100% what would happen. Like, it was crazy. Um, so Blake is dead, man. Rips off his head. Uh, Vincent Buckethead. <laughs> as you may know him by now, goes down the stairs and we get our classic fight by the fire and molten wax that we've been waiting about two hours for. Um, the wax is now on fire. There's flames starting. The house is melting. The house is melting. And they pour the wax in front of Buckethead, separating them, thinking they've isolated Buckethead to this side of the room. Yeah. Um, and they are right until Buckethead... So the, uh, this scene is the honestly one of the most insane things I've ever seen. So they poured molten wax on the floor. It's on I don't know if wax catches on fire, but it does here. Wax also explodes in this town, just an FYI. So the wax is on fire, like flames coming out of it on the floor, so Buckethead can't get over it. Okay? There's fire everywhere too. And Buckethead grabs a mattress and uses it he doesn't place it like on top of the wax to walk over. He like uses it as a shield. <laughs> so he still has to walk over all the fire and molten wax. It made so little sense. Yes. It was one of the most insane things I've ever seen. And I totally gave it a pass. <laughs> I gave a lot of things a pass in it. I gave it a fun time. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Same here. Um, they go upstairs where they're fighting with Bo, and the whole house is starting to melt. And there are some amazing effects with this. Buckethead runs in and he finds oh. They're fighting the brother, and Carly takes a fucking bat. She bashes this dude's fucking head. Again, I couldn't believe how violent that was for a theatrical release. No offense. uh, Well, offense. To Eli Roth with Green Inferno. Green Inferno was a movie he was like, you won't believe what I did in this. And there's one awesome scene at the beginning. Or is it at the end? No, it's the the first kill. It's the first kill. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. And it should have gone up from there. And nothing happens after that. No, it it fucking gas. sucks. Yeah. Um, takes I, dude, I was thinking, that's funny you brought that up, because I was thinking about that today, how, like, when we first started this podcast, yeah. I was so much more, like, liberal and like, my my likings yes. and things, and then I've just become, like, hardened, and, like, I want to go back, because fuck Eli Roth. Yeah. And, like, everything I liked like, back then, I guarantee I wouldn't, like, nearly no, as much No, 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 no way. Um, and Green Inferno, like, it's just not that good. And, but again, they were, this movie's been brutal from, like, beginning to end. That's all he needed to do. Right. And instead, he did it. <laughs> right. 
I don't know. Like, this is insane. Like, and they're not even done yet. Like, said they cooked a man with marijuana in him so the cannibals would get high. Don't remind me about that shit. Um, so Carly bashes this dude's head in, and it is it is something out of like an exploitation flick, showing the face. Yeah, not just Carly getting covered in blood, cutting to this dude's face turning into a pancake. It's fucking out of control. I I, I could not I could not believe it. Um, Buckethead runs in, finds his dead brother. Then he's like, "Oh, you're you're dead." So he chases Carly upstairs, and she this- tries to like. You know, talk him out of it. Be like, I saw the clippings. You're not the monster your brother was. Thankfully, it did so many times that happens in movies, and they're like, Oh, I am, I am not. That's what I thought was going to happen. And he didn't. He's still like, Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Thank God. And um, really, thank God. And uh, this, 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 this final scene, scenes. Is really cool because the whole house is made of wax. The entire house is melting. Everything's soft. They're running up the stairs like and it's like stuck. it's like peanut yeah. butter yep. sticking to their feet. And you're like, it was like just a really cool aesthetic. I, I found it really, it was so different. It was so different. And then she goes and hides in a room. She closes the door because she's going upstairs. So it's a little cooler. So things are still pretty thin, pretty intact, but they're starting to melt. By the time he gets up there, it's fully starting to melt. He puts a knife in the door and cuts down it like it's chocolate, like butter. Like right. it's it's like soft. Like it's just it going is, through yeah. it. Yeah, it's amazing. It's such a cool concept. And then when he breaks in through the door, it's just it's peeling away. Yes. It's not like a door that you'd crash through. Like it was really a really cool concept that I was just like, that fucking blew me away. And she like jumps on the bed and it's just like up, like just shit <laughs> like it's just insane I, I just thought it was really fucking cool um yeah and she rips off the mask we get the reveal which really didn't reveal a whole lot nah. missing half his face. worse than two-face like or not worse than two-face two-face was worse than this guy this guy's mm-hmm. looking all right actually fr- frankly chad has a uh knife stuck in his leg yes which she pulls out because Vincent is about to, or uh, what, what do you call him? Buckethead is Buckhead. about to stab Chad. Yep. But he like gives the old eyeballs to the knife yeah. in the leg. She pulls it out, stabs Vincent. Stabs Vincent. Um, just as that happens, the floor falls out beneath all of them. The brother, uh, Chad Michael Murray and Carly fall to one side in a safe area. The only place not melting somehow. And <laughs> Buckethead falls down the center right on top of Big Brother. Um and they get swallowed up by the floor. Yeah. Now, the, Carly and Chad Michael Murray, though, are trapped. And I was, I, again, I liked it because I was like, I was like, there's no way out of this house. And they're like, there's no way out of this house. And I was like, fuck. And then they're like, oh, wait, why don't we just claw through the fucking and wall? That's what they do. They like swim through it. It's amazing. It's amazing. And where they're coming out is through, they had this big house of wax sign on the building. They're coming out like through one of the letters, I think the A in yeah. wax. And it's really cool. And as they're coming out of it, the house is also melting, melting and down. lowering. Yep. So by the time they get out of the letter, they're just like crawling onto the ground. Like they're not falling at all. Correct. It is a really, I'm sorry. I thought it was fucking cool. I, I agree. Then the police show up, you know, they say the Cops town's and not ambulances, on the map. Which I was shocked. <laughs> Cause usually this is a movie that just ends and you're like, well, like how would they clean this up? But we're seeing it. And the cops are like, boy, this is a mess. <laughs> Did you like the last reveal? No. <laughs> It was fucking terrible. And I had never forgotten about that guy. 
No, of course. The co- I love how the cop said it. He's like, there wasn't two brothers. There was three. Dude, and it was just ins- zooms to the fucking Lester. It was so insane. Yeah, the uh, Chad and... Uh, What's the significance? What is Lester going to do now? <laughs> nothing. He's got nobody in no town and no wax. <laughs> so insignificant. Chad and Carly are in the ambulance getting driven away. And this cop who was like, oh, this place isn't even on the map. Because they're like, why did you not know that they were doing this? And then it here? zooms to the ambulance. I'm like, well... The brother's going to be like the ambulance driver. Yes. But he's not. He's just sitting on the side of the road looking looking ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. Um, makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, and that's it, man. Yeah, the cop gets a call. Sir, they don't have two sons. They had three. The cop's like, what? <laughs> and yeah, Lester's sitting on the side of the road waving goodbye at him. Like, oh, <laughs> And then it just shows died. Carly who's like, oh, my God. Like, her face is like, what the fuck? As if you give a fuck. I'd be like, hey, fuck so your family. Long, never coming back. <laughs> I don't need to worry about you ever again. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but her face is like, oh, my God. And that is. um, Oh, the only thing that pissed me off like a lot in this was uh, the final credits drip, drip, dripping down instead of going up. They were really pissed me off dripping down like wax. Um, they went moved down. Yes. And that really infuriated me. <laughs> I, that really hurt my eyes. So, uh, pick out movies for next week. Let's do it. And Patreon picks. Oh boy, my fucking mic stand's coming out. Um, we have. Oh, they're already picked for us. Deathbed. All right. So this week, it's actually been. <laughs> this week's actually already been chosen. We we chose this like months ago because we were so excited about these picks. Um, more of our some of our favoritest favoritest fans. Jesse Spearman from Oklahoma. We know her. She chose Deathbed, the bed that eats. Never been more excited. I can't wait to do that. That's was that our Christmas episode? Is it? So no, that would be that would be um the the week before Christmas. And we are doing our homie from Tennessee, Ashley Moody, her I hate hurricanes donation pick, the gremlins. Can't a wait. great Christmas movie. Tina's going to be so happy. <laughs> You're not watching uh, whatever. Whatever the bullshit we watch is. Um, so that's it, man. That's a that's a good watch. That's a good watch for us. I'm yeah. excited. So <laughs> two ends of the spectrum here. Deathbed, The Bed <laughs> That Eats, and Gremlins. So guys, that's it for this week. I'm holding my mic stand in my hand because it just fell apart on me. So I'm going to end this really fast. Uh, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. That's the best way to support us. Uh, just getting word of mouth out there. We really appreciate it. Um, if you can't support monetarily, patreon.com slash I hate horror. That's the best way to do it. Um, you can... Uh, buy some shirts we just like sold three somehow just now um so i don't know what's left store.ihatehorror.com check that out uh what else do we have oh i gotta start shouting out genrefix.com uh that's our homie that does the intro for the show you can uh, youtube it we're in the music video sort of uh the tormented teamster them tapes is what it's called so thanks for him for allowing us to use that song um and that's it. Uh, I'm on Twitter at I Hate Horror Show, Instagram and Snapchat at I Hate Horror. At Jovi421, Boogdish1985, Horror Show Joe. And remember, HelloFresh.com, use the code uh, Horror Show30 for $30 off your first week of deliveries. And that's a wrap for this episode, guys. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. 
And uh, for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Another shop teacher lost his wife. Dude, so many, why did so many kids, so many of these teachers lost their wives like while I was in classes with them. <laughs> My eighth grade science teacher lost his wife. And I don't mean lost like dead, like they left them. Who's and, that? Uh, I forgot his name. I said it the other day. Mr. Coburn. <laughs> he had a big fucking mustache and <laughs> that Flanders. I remember. <laughs> he was a fucking asshole. Dude, he had that. Uh, Peter Frampton comes alive album on his fucking. He just left it on like the board because he was like so proud of the LP that he had. It fucking pissed me off so bad. I fucking hated that guy's guts when he told me he was living in like his sister's basement. I was like, good. I fucking hate you. And, and, like all these teachers vented to us. Like it was so yeah, so unprofessional. Unprofessional. <laughs> totally unprofessional. And then the last one was another tech guy from the middle school. Um, he looked like Mr. Bean kind of. He had like black hair. Um, he did like the audio visual. Oh, wait. Thing. No, I was thinking of the guy that always said foggy. No. You know, like, yeah. You're like, uh, what are we doing today? He's like, I haven't the foggiest idea. <laughs> it might have been him. Um, I don't know either of those guys' names over there because there was one, the shop and the AV were like right next yeah. to each other. Yeah. And he was, um, he was like the AV guy. And he also came in and his hair. Like, this dude had, like, Mr. Bean-style hair, like, combed over all the time. And he came in, and it was literally standing <laughs> standing up. And we were like, what the fuck? And he was like, well, last night I had to sleep in my car, so you'll have to excuse my appearance. My wife was very upset with me. <laughs> what the fuck? What's wrong with these guys?